Welcome everybody to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And today's episode, we are talking about the Adventures of Dai manga, Dai no Daiboken, which BJ has started reading and I have very little experience with. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I'm going to let BJ uh, tell me and everyone else all about it. Uh, so in today's episode, BJ is going to take the lead and I'm going to try to not step on his feet while we're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a it's a really interesting thing, because like last time we did a manga episode, it was because no one wanted to hear about it. And we called it our spiteful manga episode uh, because we did a poll and it seemed like none of you people out there wanted to hear us talk about Dragon Quest Monsters Plus. And at that point, when we did it, like you had read a significant amount more of Monsters Plus than I did. And then this time, I've read a lot more of Die than you have. So it's uh, funny to have it go back and forth. But what actually got me to read this one was Dragon Quest Monsters Plus. I finally went back and finished up the first volume of it and then started in on this because at dragonquestmanga.com, somebody, I don't even know who the person is that that runs the site, put up all 349 chapters of the Adventures of Die manga at, for people to read for free. And so somebody shared this on Twitter and it was scans of the fan translation that I could just read by scrolling through on my Kindle fire. So it was incredibly easy and uh, accessible to do. So it wasn't a pain to get to like a lot of fan translation stuff is. Um, and you had, what you had read wasn't from this site, was it? Like the fan translations that you've read was com were completely different than this. I don't know if they were different fan translations. Uh, it was a different website, yeah. Okay. Um, I think I used Manga Rock, I believe. I don't know. Okay. There's a there's an old episode of DQFM from like a it may have been the spiteful manga episode last year. <laughs> but there's one where I'm talking about how I I had read like the first three volumes of Dragon Quest Monsters Plus, and while I was waiting on the next two volumes to come out, I had started reading fan translations of, of Die and Emblem of Roto. Right. A and I was I'm pretty sure it was MangaRot.com was what I was using. Um, I think a lot of that stuff got taken down though. I think it did. And I know recently there's been a whole lot of stuff with Kiss anime uh, having been taken down that people claim copyrights on all the videos that were there. So there's a, there's been a, a real uh, crackdown on a lot of the uh, the more potentially illegitimate content out there. And uh, that sucks for fan translations. But as of right now, as of us saying this uh, on on the episode uh, on this week in 2020, the DragonQuestManga.com is still up uh, because I checked it this morning. Cool. Now, it is an old, old manga. It actually comes from 1989. So it is ancient. Um, oh, is that dig at me? <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's a dig at you because you were born in uh, this. This uh, manga is actually a month older than you are. Oh, wow. uh, it, it started uh, out in October of 1989. So uh, so die is only one month older than you. Yeah, but it ran to 1996. 
and it wasn't originally supposed to. Um, Weekly Shonen Jump did it, and from the what from what I understand about it, it was kind of a one-off promotion kind of thing. It was like Dragon Quest is popular. Uh, we have this uh, the story to tell, and uh, so they were going to put it out uh, six to twelve issues, I think, or uh, chapters, and they did, and it was incredibly popular. Like people ate this up, like it was crazy, crazy popular. And so when they went back to figure out what they were going to do, it was like, well, we've ended this story. What do we do? Like we have uh, told this one small thing, but it has an ending. And so they had to actually completely redo the structure of what, uh, how they were telling the story. So it like lasted another like 330 chapters after that. Like it was, it was insane all the way up to 1996. And right now, as far as I know, we only have fan translations of this. There hasn't been any kind of official translation of die. And it makes me sad because it's really good. Like this is the longest I've ever been able to last reading any kind of fan translation on anything. But this story is actually interesting and it, uh, it is very much a Dragon Quest story about a hero, about a chosen hero, kind of. Uh, but it's also super, super, super different from anything we get in the games, too. It feels almost like a Dragon Quest Monsters kind of story because he was raised by monsters. It was, it's really cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. My favorite character is actually a golden slime uh, who is kind of an instigator, like, well, not even an instigator, a catalyst, really, uh, because uh, it's super rare. It's a flying golden slime and uh, named Goma. And uh, like they just fly around going pee, 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 pee. And I love it. I don't know why (laughs) I love it so much, but just how silly it is. And uh, like, like it's, it's great. Like I would, I hope that in the die games that we're getting later this year, that uh, we have Goma in it too. Mm -hmm. So you're much more familiar uh, with this uh, than I am. Uh, So I don't know. What's the name? Goma? Is that what you said? Goma, it's G-O-M-E. Goma? So uh, just based on the little bit I know about uh, <laughs> Japanese pronunciation, I think it's Goma. Yeah, cool. I'm going to look it up right now because I actually don't know if I've ever seen a picture of Goma. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. I've seen Goma before. Like, really, really cool. Like, like yeah. it's just a fun little, like, familiar that goes around with them. But it's, like, super rare and uh, saves people occasionally. Like, I really, really like it. What's interesting is that, like I said, this was one of the only fan translations I've ever been able to stick with. But I still get unbelievably irritated at it being a fan translation. And, I mean, these people who do this, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Digital Ocean or something like that that they do it? Um Square Ocean? Square Ocean. Square Ocean. Digital Ocean is a hosting company. The uh, Square Ocean who does this is a was a group of high school students. Like when they started doing this, and I don't even know what year they started doing the uh, the translation, but they were in high school because some of the notes that they have are talking about going back to school and having uh, tests and midterms and stuff. And from the way it sounds that they're talking about, it seems like it's high school more than it is college. And so it's uh, it's really, really impressive to me that they were able to do it. But 
it's also got that same problem that uh, amateur translators have. And this is, uh, you know, me being the English teacher uh, and looking at translation and adaptation for so long that they do a pretty literal translation of the Japanese. Mm -hmm. And so it comes across as having a very weird tone in English because they will translate the profanities into F-bombs. And having all of a sudden having a villain just start screaming uh, <laughs> an F-bomb at the uh, Dragon Quest hero is very, very weird to me. And while that may be the intensity of the Japanese curse or swear or expletive that's being used there in english that's not what dragon quest has felt like just in terms of that atmosphere through the official translations and so it as a fan translation it feels odd and uh like die himself will say some things uh and nothing bad like the the villains are always the ones who have the the uh stronger language but it uh it hits me as like you don't really hear because we have silent heroes generally right. uh, like the hero getting frustrated and swearing because he's losing or something. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different take for me on how dragon quest is approached. I could totally see that. So, so for the uninitiated such as myself here, the main character, his name is die. It's also been translated into fly and it's actually right. appeared as translated anime in other countries. Right. And he's called right. fly. And I don't know. Okay, you can probably tell me this because I can't figure it out. Like when he's translated into fly into other languages, is that a fan translation of the anime or is that that because all of this was adapted into an anime uh, that came after that came, well, came during the uh, the the manga run. So was it officially translated into like Spanish as fly, or is that a fan translation into fly? No. So my understanding from talking to my uh, like various friends in the like Dragon Quest Spain community is that right. it was an official translation. It was like it was a Saturday morning cartoon type thing where you you know oh. you'd, you'd wake up, you'd eat your breakfast cereal, and on TV there's you know the adventures of fly. And, and for a lot of people that I interviewed uh, specifically from Spain for my book, it seemed like a lot of people, that was their first introduction to Dragon Quest, uh, was okay. by watching the anime. Because, you know, European countries didn't get an official Dragon Quest release until, I believe it was Dragon Quest Eight, And even Eight in Europe didn't have the number 8 with it because they didn't want to confuse people because, you know, they hadn't been releasing Dragon Quest games there. Uh, so I didn't know that. yeah so uh so eight wasn't included you'd know that if you read my book but <laughs> I, read, I, <laughs> I actually haven't read all of it i flipped through and read individual chapters and stuff i haven't read it straight through so i must have missed that part yeah so so it was interesting because it seemed like a lot of of people in, in europe and spain uh, in particular kind of were introduced to dragon quest because of this cartoon that a lot of people even said that they didn't know it was they didn't even know Dragon Quest was like a video game or anything like that they just thought there was this this show and I don't think I don't think the show uh like finished like I think it was just kind of like they 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 translated it and brought it over but I don't think it like reached a conclusion or anything mm. but yeah that was their exposure to Dragon Quest and then later on found out you know they're like oh hey what's this game Dragon Quest Journey of the Cursed King and they're like oh cool this looks like the uh 
the slimes <laughs> and the monsters from the fly anime and then you know it kind of opened up that whole dragon quest world to them that way and that's so weird to me because i hate the name fly because i didn't grow up on it like that so i see things in the uh the the names in you know japanese and i see die and papu and things like that and they're translated into fly and hop and i'm like but that's not their name like I'm that guy on this one where I'm like I I it drives me nuts when I see them because it's like even though those are the official ones I'm really curious on what they're going to be called in the if we get translations of the new ones mm-hmm. of the new anime that's coming this fall uh in the air in Tokyo and then uh the the games as well I'm curious if it's going to be fly and hop or die and pop <laughs> I don't know why that made me giggle <laughs> you, sound, you sound like a Dr. Seuss book <laughs> I do um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I would assume that it's like die and pop and and all the other ones, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. So uh, so one thing I wanted to talk about too is so these guys they're all the the main characters at least they're the disciples of Avon, as in like Avon Strash. So yes. Uh, so what are the disciples of Avon? So not all of them are disciples. Die actually studies under Avon. Uh, who uh he he's a hero he, he he it turns out spoiler alert that um avon was the hero who stopped the demon lord last time and now that he is coming back that uh, we need to train other heroes so he is going around and basically graduating and certifying other kind of heroes in training uh so that they can use his style to fight fight evil and uh so they're the disciples of avon that always come like he meets different ones throughout the world as he travels and uh like pop is one of them and uh like that's how they meet and then like leona is a uh princess who comes through and it's just like there's a whole thing and then that's how he keeps on learning it's like he keeps practicing all of these the principles that he learns from Avon and learns the uh, Avon Strash and uh, different kinds of abilities. And uh, so there are some that are stronger in different areas than others. Okay. I gotcha. Cool. And the, the bad guy last week, we talked about Dragon Quest religion and we we're talking about demon Lords. Right. And the bad guy in this one is a demon Lord too. Demon Lord Hadlar or Hudlar. Yeah. Hadlar. A Hadler? I don't know, but he is just a pretty generic demon lord. Yeah, he looks like your he looks like your stereotypical kind of uh, Toriyama bad guy. Yeah, I mean that's really it. But one thing that's really interesting is that more than him, he has what these regiments uh, in his demon army. Just so you know, when you said regiment just now, I thought in my mind you said regimen, so I was picturing demon lord Hadlar just popping like vitamins. <laughs> he does he has his uh he has he has to take his vitamin d for demon (laughs) (laughs) um no but he has all of these different regiments in his uh demon army and it's like the hundred beast regiment and the undead knights regiment the ice and fire demon regiment the sorcerer regiment the super dragon regiment like that's what they're listed at on uh uh wikipedia and i can't remember how the uh how if they're like that in the the manga that i read but i know they have these really kind of awkward regiments and they're referred to 
as that. Like, I'm the leader of the Shadow Regiment in Hadlar's Demon Army and things like that, where it comes across as very awkward and hokey. And uh, But those are the ones that have the really interesting characters in them because, uh, like, I think it's Yunkle, I think is how his name is. Uh, he was a human who got adopted by a skeleton knight, and he got... Like, and then Avon came in and killed his, was attacking the demon lord, killed his adopted parents after the monsters killed his real parents, but he loved his monster parents. And so now he is trying to kill Avon. He's now fighting Die as the leader of the, uh, like, demon knight army or undead army or something like regiment of the army and so like he's interesting and like there's really cool powers there but uh they're way more interesting than the demon lord himself so so just you you mentioning this kind of so what's up with the names because we've, we've got pop and then mom i assume m-a-a-m mom right so you have pop mom you have uncle who just sounds like uncle so you have pop mom uncle and leona <laughs> right in Japanese, I mean, that's what they are. You've got Mamu, Papu, Dai, Hyunkeru, and Riona. Uh, so, I mean, it's Aban, uh, Goma, and uh, Kurokodain. And it's like very strict and literal translations for the most part. Like, Hyunkel is a really weird uh name in english where it may be in japanese it's not but they actually like go through the different parts of translation in the fan translations on why they made the choices they made for spellings and different kinds of uh translation like standardization across it so that kind of thing really is interesting yeah i wanted to mention this character kind of uh, stood out to me crocodine is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's crocodile, just based on the way it was in uh, uh, Japanese. But yeah, crocodile in my head is, uh, is what it is. Yeah, crocodile, crocodile. Yeah, looks super cool. He is a big pink crocodile. I mean, how could he not be cool? Yeah, it reminds me, I think we've talked about it on, on this show before, but it kind of, he has that Saturday morning cartoon vibe, kind of like the, uh, the Cowboys of Mumesa and like Street Sharks, you know? Yeah, yeah, he feels like a Ninja Turtle villain like that, yeah. like one of those giant anthropomorphic uh, animals that looks just cartoony enough to be fun and scary. I like him. <laughs> I like him too. Like you spend a lot of time fighting uh, him, like Die fights him and like there is, like he even comes back later like he was uh, so, I don't know if he was so popular, but I know that uh, it's fun when he comes back too. So I really like really like crocodile and i didn't know that he was pink like until i like looked up the uh the anime i had no idea that he was pink so i'm just seeing this giant crocodile monster i'm like oh it's a big <laughs> green crocodile monster then i see a picture of him and i'm like oh you big and pink i was like so it has that saturday morning cartoon feel to it a lot more once you realize that he is a big pink crocodile so we've got more die stuff coming up to still talk about in today's episode uh, but this seems like a really great time to have some shameless self-promotion. Shamey, shamey, shameless. Tell them about stuff. Oh, I like that one. I like I like the end to that. Tell them about stuff. We should, <laughs> you should incorporate that into the theme song more. I, I like that. Uh, so we have a Patreon page. And this week, I'm going to let BJ tell you guys about it. 
So our Patreon page is there for you guys to support us at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. We've got really cool stuff like stickers, and you can uh, subscribe and tell us what you want us to talk about, uh, which is always fun to know what y'all want to hear about. Uh, if you stick around with us for a year, we send you something. Right now we're sending out uh, Dragon Quest FM mugs to people who have been with us a full year, um, and we're not sure what will be coming next, but we got all sorts of cool stuff like Discord rolls and uh, stuff like like that uh, on the geek to geek media server so uh, definitely check it out at patreon.com slash dragon quest fm and i also wanted to mention during shameless shameless self-promotion uh that i have another podcast i honestly don't know if i've <laughs> ever mentioned it on this show like i think i might have when it was brand spanking new and i forget to to mention it every single week uh whenever we're like signing off and everything like you always mention your other podcast and i never think to mention my other podcast uh, so before I forget again this week, uh, I just want to mention that I have another podcast. It's called JRPGs and Me, and it's where me, Austin, uh, talks about JRPGs. And it's kind of like an extra limb, I guess, to Dragon Quest FM, because sometimes we're talking about Dragon Quest on the show, and then maybe all of a sudden I bring up like Xenoblade Chronicles. And so then that week on JRPGs and Me, I talk about Xenoblade Chronicles, or this past week, the newest episode that's up. Uh, I talk about Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Uh, so it's just really fun. I get to talk about JRPGs that kind of fit outside of Dragon Quest. Although, of course, I bring Dragon Quest up almost every single episode because it's a complex. Uh, but yeah. it happens. Uh, so please be sure to check out JRPGs and me wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's very similar, isn't it, to the way you did the quarantine cast in terms of diving into a specific topic like that? Yes, it is. Yeah, it kind of it kind of started off with me doing when I, back when I was doing the daily quarantine casts, I talked about other things other than Dragon Quest on there. And a lot of times I would focus on a JRPG because that's mostly what I play. Uh, so this was kind of like, instead of doing it every single day after that ended, I was like, you know, maybe I should do this podcast. And it's, it's a, it's a bi-monthly podcast. So get two episodes every month and it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, there's about eight or nine episodes up right now. Uh, so yeah, so I'm having fun with it. I hope people will check it out. I'd seriously tabbed directly into this last night when you got to other freaking podcast. So I just watched you type in other freaking podcast called JRPGs and me, you buffoon. Like I saw that in real time and I was dying laughing. <laughs> I, well, so. I mean, every week we finish up and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't mention this. So. <laughs> it was just so funny because it was perfect timing for me. Um, I would also like to mention that Sam Steele is a really, really cool dude. Uh, Sam Man of Steel on Twitter uh, messaged us and said that a shop near him had Dragon Quest VI for the DS at a very affordable price. That uh, in the UK, it is not going for the absurdly crazy American prices. So he was fantastic enough to buy me a copy of this and ship it to the United States. And so I want y'all to know that Sam is a really 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 cool guy and i appreciate him as a human being so thank you sam you are awesome and i also i wanted to mention this uh in today's episode because i feel like you found this so last week you tweeted out that you found like a copyright thing for dq tact right a uh, trademark, Tra actually. Okay, trademark. It was, I was searching through the the United States. Uh, it's test T E S S, but it's the trademark database for uh, what has officially been applied for as a trademark in the U S. 
Yeah. So, so I saw where you, you said that. Didn't hear really much else about it. And then this morning I woke up, we're recording on Wednesday. And this morning I woke up, some like fairly, I guess, semi-major video game outlets are reporting on that now. Oh, really? You had them beat by like a week. Oh, I didn't even like, I saw something about that. Like somebody had like tweeted to me, like had replied to it, but I had not actually uh, seen, like I didn't pay attention to who it was. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I just wanted to, to brag on you, I guess, for, uh, or whoever sent you that info for finding that way ahead of the curve. Because this morning when I woke up, was drinking coffee and was scrolling through Twitter. There were like several, what is it? Like Silicon era. Oh, was it? Was Silicon era one of them? Yeah. They were like, Hey, DQ tech gets a trademark for the U S uh, that was like from this morning. And yeah. I was like, oh man, that's old news. BJ told me about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I did. It was, I'm looking at it right now. I pulled up the uh, the trademark thing. It's for Dragon Quest Tact, uh, for downloadable computer game software, recorded computer game software, da da da, all the stuff, uh, you know, providing amusement facilities. It also has dolls, toys, figures, plush toys, computer game guidebooks, all of the stuff that, you know, goes into when you trademark uh, something like this. And it was filed for on july 14th 2020 so it's a new thing uh that was uh, done so it's not something that we have missed over the the few months since you know we we got tact announced and uh we did the they did the giveaway and all of that so this is a new thing that has only been done within the last month of us recording this so it's uh, going to be really cool i'm crossing my fingers this means that we're going to get this in the united states yeah and i and i'm a little skeptical because i mean you know registering trademark doesn't mean it's guaranteed to come over here and no. also, now that you've told me that date, that was the date it released in Japan. So to me, it seems more just like Square Enix kind of covering their butts and trademarking it everywhere. Oh, was that the the release date for it in Japan? July 14th, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize that that was that. But uh, but yeah, so it's there at the very least. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad to know that I was ahead of the curve on that one. So take that, Silicon Era. Bam. <laughs> All right, let's get back into Adventures of Die. Talking about the manga, talking about some other stuff outside of the manga. You said that there, so there's an anime. We've mentioned it briefly earlier in this episode. Right. Uh, and you said that anime started in 1991? Yes, it started in 91. So it was right, you know, pretty soon after it got really popular and they started doing the continuous serial story mm -hmm. like the first bit of of the die manga is standalone like you don't have to know anything other than what is in that uh because it was basically a pilot like it, like i said it wasn't going to be something that was long long term so in 91 they they did a 46 episode run of uh the, the this anime and I honestly don't know if there are fan subs out there, if there are subtitles translating this into English. Um, I meant to ask Ryan Molina about this before I got on here, but I honestly forgot. So Ryan, let me know. And uh, But I do know that there are new Blu-rays that came out in June this year uh, of this where they've remastered them and put them out in HD. Ryan has those, right? That's why you were going to ask. Ryan him. has those, which yes. he said. I believe he said that there was not English subs on, no. on that, but there could be fan subs, I guess. 
Right. There may be fan subs. There are not official English uh, subtitles or translation of the anime. And that is as of June when they did the newest uh, release of them. They are expensive to import right now. (laughs) Otherwise, I actually would have them because they're really, really cool. And even in Japanese, you can see, I mean, Dai is not a complicated story. It is uh, honestly really similar to how any of the uh, Dragon Ball stories go along. I mean, it's a lot of fighting it's some um, character development and then more fighting so it's I'm, I'm assuming the anime is the same so i'd like to watch these uh in hd uh but i don't want to pay like the 150 bucks that i've seen them recently for uh now that they're released and people are actually exporting them to the states so like i want to see that but there is a new one also launching in october like that is not related to the old one the new Dino Daboken is coming out in Japan in October, and I know they said that it was launching in Tokyo. I don't know what channel, but I'm pretty sure that just the announcement was that it was going to be on something in on a channel in Tokyo uh, in October. Okay, if yeah. I'm remembering right. Yeah, that uh, is probably true. So right now, it's unsure if it's it's not. You said it's not a continuation, but we don't know if it's a reboot where they're focusing on retelling some of the same stories or or i don't know if it's a continuation like i know nothing i haven't seen any context for what it is like none of the news reports that i've personally seen actually give any detail about what uh the new series is if somebody else has seen some please send it to me because i've not found it gotcha yeah and i assume uh going back to one of the other things you said i assume that the new one will air on tbs very funny uh, no, a different TBS, Tokyo Broadcasting uh, System. Okay, because uh, that, that's <laughs> like what? That's, that's what the original one aired on. The original one aired on TBS, but it's not our TBS. It is not the Turner right. Broadcasting System. I was like, it's not going to be airing between episodes of Monk. Yeah, that's USA. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I, if it were TBS, it was a home improvement, maybe it'd be like Friends and like American Dad. okay all right i I haven't had cable in so many years i can't remember what tbs actually shows. yeah i think this is a tangent but last time i haven't had cable in a number of years either but last time i checked there was usa which had like your monks and your your burn notices and then there was tnt which was all about drama you know that's your law and order nypd blues and then you have tbs which is where the comedy goes and so that's where you get like reruns of like friends an American dad. Conan O'Brien. He's on TBS, isn't yeah, he? Conan airs on TBS. Uh, yeah, you are correct. So that that would be the, uh, die would be the lead in to Conan. Like that's what, he needs that. Fools! I saw the DM! <laughs> See, that's what, I, that's how that, that text I sent you when I saw that, I, that it was a typo that said fools. That was the voice that I pictured, the Conan O'Brien. I know, I could hear it. Uh, so there's some games, too, coming out. We did an episode kind of talking about that and reacting to that back when we got all that big news earlier in the summer. Infinity Strash, which, you know, you complained about at the time. But now that you understand the, the meaning of the word Strash, are you OK with that title? 
it still bugs me just because of the word strash in in English. But I mean, they actually talked about that in the translation notes for the uh, the manga that the, it was uh, oven slash at first, and then they they went back and looked at it, and it was strash because of the combination of strike and slash, and the word that they used for it that uh, the writers used was strash, and so that is what the actual word is is strash and then even in jump force when you're playing as die you can avon strash people so like i avon strash goku uh and it is officially translated into strash so i don't get to complain anymore i'm just getting used to it now and you you bought jump force just so you could play as die right yes yes i did i bought <laughs> uh, jump force just so i could play as die like i like the anime or i like the manga enough to actually spend i think it was 15 or 20 bucks when it was on sale uh on steam and i bought the game just to uh be able to see uh what die was like in it and he's fun to play like the game is really good like i really really like jump force i don't actually have a background in a lot of the characters i know some of them but like i don't actually know one piece and that's a big part of it as as well so it's like i miss out on that part but all the dragon ball stuff uh i get so i'm like okay i like dragon ball i can i can know this this area here and uh but it's fun like it's a lot of fun and uh, i totally totally like playing as die like you can dive right in on uh die right in Huh? I was huh? thinking that when you said dive in my mind, it was spelled D A I V. It wasn't me. I didn't intend that one, but it's like, huh? but I, I, when it, you can dive right in, once you get through the tutorial stuff, you can actually go into the levels that let you pick uh die as a character. So from the very beginning, like I was like, yep, that's what I'm playing. Like I like him. Yeah. So I often thrashed Goku on purpose. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> I think it's interesting. Cause you know, my, like I love the dragon quest games. And so most of my knowledge of Dragon Quest comes from just the games, whereas a lot of the the extra stuff uh, like Die and, and you know Emblem of Roto that kind of stuff I, I kind of it's kind of a blind spot for me. So it's interesting right. to me uh, that you really respond to that. That like like that like you're way more into that like all the side stuff than I am, which I think works well. Uh, just because that way you know there's not like a combined blind spot for us. So I'm glad that Die can glad Die appeals to you. I also think you should totally write uh, fan fiction, uh, <laughs> Die fan fiction based off of uh, Die Hard, but you spell it like D A I, so it's like a good day to die hard. That's that's awful. Die Hard yeah. with a vengeance, and it would be it would obviously be a Christmas fanfic because Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah. So. But seriously, you should you should do that. And it's just Bruce Willis. You just took a Bruce Willis photo and you gave him Dye's hair. That's it. Like that's what I would do. Like I would totally Photoshop Dye's hair and uh, his his headband onto him. Yeah. So there you go. That's my two cents. I think you should write Bruce Willis Die Hard Dino Debokin fanfic. I think uh, that's a good place to call it for the week. Uh, <laughs> once we get to that point, it's all downhill. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash DragonQuestFM. And you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. If you want to talk to me directly, you can totally do that. I'm on Twitter at DragonQuestin. You can read my regular Dragon Quest blog. That's at DragonQuestAustin.com. And you can listen to me on my other podcast, JRPGs and Me. You buffoon. 
You can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beege. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, the Geek to Geek podcast, uh, at geek2geekcast.com. And you can go see all of the other content on our media network, the Geek to Geek Media Network, at geek2geekmedia.com. We do have a Discord and a Slack server, and we would absolutely love it to be able to talk to y'all on it. So uh, go check out the links at geek2geekmedia.com, and uh, let's be friends. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, all.